everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, last week we talked about the fact that Gen- Mormon General Conference was coming up. There and was now, predictions. There were predictions. There were predictions. This week, we're going to talk about which, one of, which ones of those predictions came true. And there's actually a, a development that we didn't see coming that was horrible. Yes, and uh, that's where we're going to spend most of our time. We're, we're gonna we're gonna track as the progress right or wrong of Mormonism. Yeah, Ugh. progress is the wrong word. Yeah, the <laughs> the regress, the the plodding forth, the the regression of Mormonism, the the, uh, the great trudge <laughs> backwards, <laughs> the great standing in place and marching that is. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, and I guess in line with that, I'm going to get my... So we're going to be talking about all of that at the end of this, uh, the show. Yeah. Um, I have one sort of general th- or, or general conference story that we're going to do in the first half of the show. Oh, sure. Let me just get that out of the way. Sure. Um, so a while back, you'll all recall that we talked about how the Mormon Church is trying to get away from being called the Mormon church. Right. And that they want to be called by their official God given name, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Nothing awkward or uncomfortable or stupid about that. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah. It's a long name. Uh, And they've, they've had great success just going by the nickname. Well, Mormon, not just great success. They have invested countless millions of dollars. Yeah. To make Mormon Mormon stick and have positive associations in yeah. the world. Yeah. It was a and seriously, who knows how much money they spent on it. And like you've seen the big the billboards in New York City, oh, yeah. Times Square. They did international uh, ad buys on t- TVs ac- all over the world. Yeah. I'm a Mormon. And I'm a Mormon. Yeah. I'm a good person and I'm a Mormon. I am a police officer. And I'm a Mormon. Right. I do good things in the world. I'm a Mormon. Yeah. And then they just decided to ass rape themselves. Well, Rusty Nelson got control. Yeah. Her, his, 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 uh, I wish we should call him Krusty Nelson, actually. <laughs> uh, because he is, uh, you know that guy on the block, the old man who yells at the kids to stay off the lawn? Oh my gosh, he always looks mad even when he's yeah. smiling. That's who this guy is. He's Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> You must not call us Mormons. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, so he got up at General Conference, and he didn't try to soften the message. He didn't <laughs> do anything of the sort. He, uh, uh, to to use the parlance, he doubled down. Oh yeah, um, it was a it was a weekend of doubling. Yeah. Uh, so this is what he has to say. Um, he's, he's, he said that the church's name is quote, not negotiable. Um, and that anytime people use the nickname Mormon, it's a quote, major victory for Satan, (laughs) (laughs) which has been what all the headlines have, uh, been saying. Let me tell Um, you guys something. When we were growing up Mormon, I remember, who was it that sang the song, I am a Mormon boy, to all of the kids, to, to like the priesthood? I think it was, I think it was Spencer Kimball, or maybe it was yeah. someone. Anyway, like, we have been calling ourselves Mormon for as long as 
half a century or more? A century? Well, the world called us Mormons. Right. It used to be, a, it was a derogatory term in the 1800s when yeah. uh, Russell M. Nelson was a young man. <laughs> so, unfortunately, he remembers so he remembers, being called a Mormon. Right. He kind of, it triggers him the same way that being called a faggot would trigger me. Right. Right. Exactly. But fast forwarding 150 years into right. the future when faggot is no, no longer a, more, a, a negative term, it's now a, a joyful positive term. Or well, yeah, you know, we've spent, we, we, we gays got together and we spent millions. Right. And I'm a police officer, I'm a father, and I'm a faggot. Right. And everybody's like, everybody oh, loves the term now, it's all oh. positive. Oh, look, it's, and a, then, it's a faggot bar. And then the president of faggotry... Decides to get up and say, we're not using it anymore. Grumpy Frank decides, <laughs> in 150 years, we, I hate that term now. We're men who have sex with other men. We, That's what we are. We are officially. <laughs> the, the, uh, What's the, the most awkward thing we could call ourselves? The men who have sex exclusively with other men. And who also shack up with them. And, and sometimes marry. Yeah. Every once in a while we marry. And that's and that's the official term. Nobody can say anything else without offending God. God is offended. Anyway. Um, yeah, so and that's exactly yeah. what he said. He said, um, uh, and if we allow nicknames to be used and adopt or even sponsor those nicknames ourselves, he Jesus yeah. is offended. This is what he said. Yeah. After his predecessor, in uh, as president of the church, spent gobs of money. Yeah, right. Predecessors, being, predecessors like going back several Tommy, iterations. Tom Thomas Monson was the one who like yeah. went hard on it. Yeah, yeah, super it's, fucking. It's hard so funny. On, like, let's just own it. Let's just and and like there were talks in General Conference. Gordon B. Hinckley. When mm-hmm. he was prophet of the church, he got, I watched this clip of general conference and mm-hmm. he got up and said something along the lines of the Lord has given us a name. It's the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but there's nothing wrong with us also having a nickname. Yeah. Right. We're Mormons. Yeah. It's, and, and he's like, he's like, let's, let's just let it mean more good. Yeah. We're just more good. You know, he was always Mr. Positivity mm-hmm. and just, you know, why, why, you know, and try to every swim time, upstream and with this every kind of time stuff, anyone said it. any of those things, Russell Nelson was sitting in the background fuming. Yeah, he's like, they don't understand. They don't get it. They grumble, grumble, grumble. So, so, so um, then the Lord, as soon as he became prophet, the Lord said to him, "Yeah." Don't. And so, you're offending the Lord every time you say Mormon. Instead of calling it the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and what's We're calling it a mem- This is hi, it's my friend, you know, and Jim, a, and he's a Mormon, and he's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ right. of Latter Day Saints, right? The restored gospel, the you restored know? gospel. Yeah, um, we're yeah. All the other Christians are happily going to call them the res- the restored gospel of <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sure, I know. I know. they're going to be glad to do that. But I here's do- the headline that ran with an AP story this morning. Okay says president of the mormon church <laughs> colon nicknames for faith are victory for satan and in the first paragraph they call it the mormon church again oh my god and they wait until the second paragraph to officially 
say the Church of Jesus Christ. Of That's Day amazing. That is, what a and fuck that you. Is most every outlet has done the exact same thing. The Tribune, the Salt Lake Tribune, the Salt Lake Tribune, which happens to be the 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 newspaper not owned by the Mormon Church, because the only other competing newspaper in the state that has anywhere near the same uh, 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 scope uh-huh. is owned by the Mormon Church. Exactly. Their headline is nicknames offend Jesus. Nelson warns. <laughs> <laughs> Just nicknames. All nicknames. All nicknames. How dare you call me? My name is now Daniel Beecher. You can't yeah. call me Dan anymore. <laughs> Mormons can't call me Dan. Right. It'll offend their, yeah, their God. Because they don't believe in nicknames anymore. Oh it offends God. Jesus. It's yeah. so funny because uh, they, yeah, I don't know. The reason that he's doubling down now is because when he made the initial, uh, the initial play, mm-hmm. uh, a whole bunch of Mormons were like, yeah, then we're not going to do that. Right. And so, so now he's, he's now like, making it pres- like like prophetic prophetic decree. Yeah. And he is making such a hard statement on it that the next guy's going to have a hard time walking it back. Yeah. This is the equivalent, the Mormon equivalent of a of a papal bull. Of yeah. a papal like paper saying that this is doctrine. Like yeah. this is as close as it comes. It is over the pulpit to at general conference. The Lord's own mouth saying it. Yeah. And well, he's he's so willing to be that mouth. Yeah, we'll talk about that more Ugh. later. Ugh. Uh I'm gonna take us out of Mormonism and into Baptist, Baptist. tree. Baptistism. Baptist that's the other thing. I had a friend on uh, on Facebook who's a Mormon who's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who said, what's the equivalent now, the official equivalent to Mormonism? Yeah. Because that was a really easy word. Yeah. You can't say... Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints-ism. Right. You can't say that. <laughs> they can't even say Latter-day Saints anymore. How, what the fuck do they say? Like, what's the nickname for the theology? Oh, yeah, nick- no nicknames. They hate nicknames. This is the theology of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day right. Saints. Yep. Not the Mormons. Formerly the, the Mormons. The artists formerly known as Mormonism. Uh, do you remember the name Paige Patterson? We talked about him a little bit. He was the president of the Southern Baptist Seminary, uh, or uh, a, a Southern Baptist Seminary. He was also like, uh, he was just a big name he was the top elected official at one point of the Southern Baptist Convention, mm-hmm. but was removed, if you'll recall, f- because of uh, fairly recently, just back in like May, okay, uh, for mishandling uh, sexual oh, assault yeah. allegations. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah, um, rape rape allegations specifically of students. Um, so he so he was he's he's sort of resigned in uh, or, or was removed in disgrace. Well, guess what? He's got a new gig. Oh. Thank God he found something to do. Okay. He will be teaching an ethics course. <laughs> no. Yep. He's going to be doing ethics and morals. Uh, the name of his week-long class is officially Christian Ethics, colon, The Bible and Moral Issues. Oh, and God. who what better? A, what a mess. Who better to teach that? Then who else to teach it? To teach a a book that te- that that does a very shitty job of teaching ethics. Right. Might as well just be taught by somebody who, who doesn't understand ethics. Who very clearly has has a, a sketchy at best 
ethics. Because you're not going to find somebody who actually understands ethics <laughs> no. to teach that class. Well, yeah. I mean, how do you how do you fish out oh, that you, stuff out of the, the? You can tease it out of there. You just have to ignore ninety eight percent of the book. Sure. You just you you go to the Jesus stuff. You go to the red letter mm. stuff. You ignore the Old Testament completely. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I just love that. This soon mm-hmm. after his like leaving in disgrace yeah. of one of the top uh, things. Yeah. Where is the class being taught? Uh, up his butt. I know. So that's so nice, Dan. Southern Evangelical Seminary, uh, which oh is a school God. that's not affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. At least he's had to go and outside it, of his. And of course, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which was which he was removed from. Aha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. All right. So, so. Well, you know, just because he had some ethical violations doesn't mean he he doesn't know it thing or two he might know more about ethics now man being like having having yeah. had such a major violation he's learned from his mistakes no he's learned he's going to teach all about how unethical it was that he was removed from his position <laughs> that's what he's going to be teaching he's learned from their mistakes <laughs> oh i wish that, that were true yeah all right dan yeah what do you got uh well there's a a a case that was before um the tasmania's supreme court tasmania tasmania okay we're going down under yeah you know yeah part of australia yeah that that down under yeah that's what i'm saying that that, that's the one you were talking about yeah okay good (laughs) i don't know what else it could be but Anyway, um, they have just, uh, the Supreme Court ruled on a case that was before them that had to do with a bunch of anti-gay flyers Mm. uh, and a religious freedom, a question of religious freedom, right? Um, Okay. Because apparently there there was this guy going about, uh, his name was, uh, or is, James Durston, and he was accused of distributing uh, anti-LGBT uh, flyers in 2003. Okay. And the the flyer began with the sentence, it is warned that homosexuality should not be tolerated. And therefore, this will benefit both the individual and society. I love the phrase, it is warned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. No subject or object. Just no. sort of... Just, it, it is not... I am warning you, right. or someone is warning someone else, right. but it, the general it, is warned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very clear. Yeah, absolutely. It Great. Does, does it need more explanation than that? No, clearly not, because no. it is true. Yes. Um, some other assertions in the in the flyer, um, he said that lesbians uh, are uh, 307 times more likely to die in accidents. <laughs> Than, than, than other white women. Uh, oh, my God. Very specific. 307 wow. times. That um, is a great statistic. Let's that see. is amazing. Um, gay men are 10 times more likely to die in accidents. What? I don't know why lesbians are so accident prone. Why are you gay people so fucking accident prone? Right, but what they're 307 happening? times more likely. <laughs> Just... And, 
Clumsy bitches. That's all lesbians so. are. Just you know, fucking clumsy as shit. At least, what we have a little bit of athleticism, according to the stereotype. Maybe <laughs> you'd think, I don't know. You'd think the lesbians would be the ones avoiding the accidents. Yeah, you would think, right? With all that, with all of that softball uh, under their belt, you'd think that they would be able to avoid. No, that's what it is. It's softball accidents. Oh my! Well, yeah. Fast pitch softball, Dan. That's that shit. It's that's dangerous. A big object. Yeah. Flying and at high speed. They call it a soft ball, but it's not. It ain't that soft. You take one of those high speed underhand pitches to the head, you're gonna be uh, you're you're well, gonna be hurting. Down for the count. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, seventy percent more likely. Um. It also um uh, said something about how only eight percent of gay men live to old age. Oh wow! Uh, compared to just a quarter of lesbians, only a quarter all, of lesbians uh, live to old is, age. The math is all screwy. Well, what's amazing is that, like, here. I well, I mean, I'm sure I, I'm absolutely positive that this guy cites all of his sources. Oh, absolutely, yeah. uh, and himself. And, right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's all. It's just a like, qu- yeah, I thought this in the bathtub yesterday. According to my brain, <laughs> it's just it stands to reason. Ipso facto, footnote number four. <laughs> Says, yeah, I thought of that when I was gardening. It's just Ibid, 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 Ibid for all of the footnotes. Footnote one, me. <laughs> footnote two, same. Me. Also me. Anyway, uh, so the court has uh, said that his um, claim to religious freedom uh, does not trump uh, the hate speech laws right. in Tasmania. Right. Okay. So he's actually not able to say this and distribute it in Tasmania. Outrageous. Um which he is, has facts and figures which, which is which is very interesting. Yeah. And uh and and they they are they're they're seeking to do something that is hard to do in this country, which is finding a balance between religious freedom and freedom of speech. Yeah. Well, every country in the world has to has to weigh that. Right. I mean, we're it, just really well, crippled. Nope. Saudi doesn't discussion. have to do that. <laughs> the ones that are pure theocracies don't have to worry about that at all. Right. But every other country, every country that has more than one religion officially has to sort of weigh those weigh yeah. those things out. So here's a quote from um, a spokesperson from the Tasmanian Gay and Lesbian Rights Group um, by the name of Rodney Croom. Okay. He says, uh, Justice Brett uh, has put forward a careful, rigorous, and unassailable argument that freedom of religion and freedom of speech are not unfettered rights. Right. And that the Tasmanian Anti-Discrimination Act strikes the right balance between these rights and the right of citizens to live free from hate and vilification. Yeah. yeah it, that's, that's nice. That's really... That's nice. It's yeah. really an important thing to be able to to say that you know somebody being able just to live in peace yeah. trumps your your desire to say awful horrible to things to them, vilify them. Yeah, yeah. I think although I think I I mean I think the real takeaway here is how fucking accident prone the gay people are. <laughs> Just accidents. This is what I'm delighting in is the fact that he didn't go for like gay men are gonna die of AIDS or whatever. Like the old oh, trip and falls. The old tropes are gone. Yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> fell off a ladder. It's the breaking of the hips. Yeah, it is <laughs> terrible drivers. <laughs> terrible drivers, Dan. 
Just the worst. <laughs> accidents. Veering into things. Why would it co- occur to someone to talk about accidents? Stepping That's, out in front of traffic. Oh my God, it's amazing. And why are the lesbians so accident prone? Well, all the things I just described. They can't, they're terrible drivers. Well, I right? mean, I'm just imagining, it, like, it, if I'm, if I hate gay people a lot, uh-huh. and I want to describe them as bad as accident prone i would go after the gay men as the accident prone ones yeah all that swishing and walking around or whatever like the gay ladies they feel like they're like they're solid you know what i mean low center of gravity is that what you're saying (laughs) i'm saying they're like if i'm if i'm a gay hating person i'm picking my stereotypes right the stereotype that i'm looking at for accident proneness is the man i don't know I, i i would love to talk to that guy well, yeah, I bet you could call him up. Oh, my God, that guy. Yeah. Talk to me about where you came up with this. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm taking us to India now, mm. uh, where I suddenly feel like our country has a new kinship with India. Oh. In, uh, this in, is not going to be good. No, in the worst way we can imagine, which is, you'll recall that last year, just last year, yeah, uh, Myanmar launched an ethnic cleanse who's uh, mar <laughs> stop it of uh of their rohingya muslim population uh-huh. they okay. like started slaughtering them right and so obviously the ones who were hearing about this and weren't yet slaughtered were fleeing yeah the country yeah, yeah. um which they did in mass numbers um by the by the tens or hundreds of thousands 700,000 uh, approximately, uh, by by best estimate, have left Myanmar. Uh, so that's that's not a small amount of of people of asylum seekers, mm. uh, re- refugees mm-hmm. fleeing uh, a genocide. Mm. Well, India doesn't see it that way. So, oh, of the uh, so tens of thousands crossed the border into India. Oh, no. India is now returning them, deporting them back to Myanmar, uh, trying to, because they have not, they have not decided, they've decided that these are not refugees, they are illegal immigrants Mm. into their country. Uh, So, that's cute. Uh, The Supreme Court of India finally said it would allow their deportation because Myanmar has accepted them as citizens, which is interesting because Myanmar at one point was had decided that the Rohingya weren't citizens and yeah. had revoked their citizenship. Right. So but they in, were shamed out of that, weren't they? Yeah, I guess I remember, so. Yeah. Remember correctly? So an yeah, estimated... I might be wrong. An don't, es- people don't listen to me. Yeah, don't at me. Uh, the, <laughs> the 40... There are apparently about 40,000 Rohingya have taken refuge in parts of India. Less than 15,000 of them are registered with the UN High, Count, High Commissioner as refugees. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So, yeah, that's a, that's a cute thing. Uh, when, when a religious mass murder happens and the rest of the world's like, nah, just go back. We we're we're not going to take care of you. It's, I mean, we're we're well, talking about a time rough. in India when a when they themselves are going through a huge anti-Muslim mm-hmm. uh, phase, right? So they don't want to take them. These are your Muslims. You deal with them. We hate them. Yeah, it's 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 
pretty nasty out there in Southeast Asia right now. That makes me really upset. But at least they hate Muslims just like good old Americans do. So hooray. Oh, yeah, we've got that. We've yeah. Got that we, with what India. A, what a good kinship we've formed. Yeah. It's great. We've developed a taste for curry in this country. Yeah. So. Just not the Muslim the little uh, chicken tikka masala. Mm-hmm. Delicious. All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, you know what month it is, right? Most of the month is October. Yeah. It's so. spooky month. Spooky month. Spooky month. Ooh. Ooh. Those are my ghosty sounds. Uh, well, you might want to do witchy sounds instead. Oh. Because, um, you know, that, that wonderful makeup store at the mall, Sephora. Sure. They uh, they announced back in August they were going to start selling entry level witch kits. Oh, uh, in oh, October. Oh dear. Uh, the uh, they were called starter witch kits. They're, they have like a little picture here. I'll show it to you. Uh, it has uh, they 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 were planning for them to come with a set of tarot cards, um, some uh, sage for smudging. Gross. Right. Um, some kind of crystal, it was like, uh, what was it called? Uh, a rose quartz crystal. Okay. Right. Sure. Um, as along with like some fragrances, a whole collection of fragrances wow. and, and different beauty products and whatnot. I in this love little it. Kit. I love it. Beautiful. Right. The first sentence of this article, by the way, is amazing. So I have to read it. Right. Who's the article by? Uh, I found it on, uh, quartz. Okay. Uh, in some good, in some good news for area witches, Sephora will soon emerge as a mainstream purveyor of witchy accoutrement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Which is amazing. Uh, anyway, it was going to, it was set to sell. Uh, for $42 plus tax. Okay. Um, and you know, they, they actually are not the only retailer or fragrance <laughs> company or whatever to, to their beauty company, whatever to, to do this kind of stuff. Uh, of course, goop has been making a lot of money off of sort of spirituality products. Oh, for sure. A while. Sure. Gwyneth Paltrow's egg up your cooch, uh, <laughs> uh-huh, that outlet. One. That one, uh, Dior's, uh, Dior had like a tarot collection thing. Oh my god! Uh, Nordstrom recently collaborated with uh, the wellness company Goldie Goldie Rocks, right? Oh. Uh, to release a limited edition crystal set. Oh sure. Um, a bunch of companies I've never heard of. Sure. And uh, anyway, well, apparently. The real witch community. Oh yeah, I was had something to say about. Oh, I this. could see this one coming a mile away. <laughs> Sephora has announced that they are not going to be selling the starter oh, witch kit. Uh, f- wait, wait, they are going to appease the witch crowd. The witch community <laughs> raised a real kerfuffle on Twitter. They had um, a hashtag. Um, oh no, they were using the hashtag witch kit. And they were saying, don't buy the hashtag witch kit. Uh, um, anyway. Um, oh, my God. So. Super trending in the uh, in the in yeah. the Wiccan Twitter sphere. Yeah. I mean, they they're upset because they feel like their beliefs were being and their identities being trivialized. 
It right? is. And uh, so here's what. Of uh, course it is. Chelsea Prickly Biatch, whatever. Uh, she says, uh, uh, let's see. Wait, witchcraft. That, that, you're talking about her on Twitter, Twitter handle. This is on Twitter. Okay. You're uh, not actually making a comment about her personally. No, 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 no. Which no. is this what it kind of sounded like. Twitter handle. Okay. Uh, Witchcraft or paganism, or however you refer to it, is a religion, one with actual practices and guidelines. It is not a basic bitch bandwagon. Right. Spirituality is not a toy. Right, she says. I love it. Um, Liz, I, is that really her handle? Uh, being a witch isn't trendy. It isn't cool because Halloween is next month. It doesn't make you quirky or creepy. Being a witch is a choice and practicing is a form of religious worship. Here's another one. goes by Indigo. Uh, Y'all want to act so cool with witch culture until you really meet one, and you freak the fuck out and tell us we're damned to hell. What gives? Yeah. I get they're, they're being upset because they're absolutely right. Yeah. This is a big corporation so, taking their religion and being like, that's cute. Yeah. Let's well, do that. They're they're uh, they're practicing. You know, I mean, this is like um, witch face. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, one wouldn't be su- how surprised would one be if they just did? I mean, I guess they they know better than to do than to sell like the Asian look or whatever, right? But they'll do. But yeah. But here's the deal: if they're offended at this. Why are they not going after like Halloween costume? Oh, they do, but they do. Nobody cares. I mean, and little girls walking around as witches, mm-hmm. yeah, for Christmas. Nobody cares. I saw the thing. I don't I mean, know. Come how... on, they should be outraged. Yeah, they are. It's just that nobody gives a fuck what witches think. Yeah, including me, actually. I'd... Oh, rude, Dan. I don't care. Um, some, I guess, apparently, also some people were upset. At Sephora for conflating uh, Native American sacred practices with witchcraft. The smudging. the smudging. Yeah. Right. I got news for you. The witches totally co-opted that. Like every, here's the thing. Anyone who uses the word spiritual frequently uh-huh. has co-opted everything from everybody. Yeah, that's probably true. So um, I guess the still not the only people who are outraged. Uh, apparently some uh, uh, diehard fans of Prince got into the mix what um because on the artwork on the on the the box on the packaging Uh it's in this uh they actually included prince's little symbol that he went by for a while what (laughs) (laughs) oh so they just they just stomped all over everybody twitter was just like all angles were coming at Sephora. Just literally, what the fuck are you doing? There, there was a there was a a meeting in a room at Sephora that was like, should we check with anybody about any of this? Nah, we got it. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're totally good. No, then there was the follow up meeting of like, how in the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Someone went storming into somebody's room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there somebody you go. Work there. Jesus Christ. Ugh. A tarot deck. Shut up, Sephora. You're an idiot. Se- yeah. Sephora, as a company, is an idiot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you took, it took this. You yeah. You know that? Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring us right back here to Salt Lake City. Nothing to do with what? the Mormons. Really? How uh, is that possible? Because the Secular Student Alliance, which is a, a national organization mm-hmm. uh, that, that sets up uh, like... 
like groups for kids in high schools and college and whatever. The SSA, it's a great group. Uh, they have their first middle school chapter. And let me tell you where it is. Right here in Salt Lake City. No. Yes. No uh, way. Chartered by a young, a 12-year-old kid uh, who, there's a picture on Hemant's blog, and she is the cutest thing I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. Really? Yeah. Uh, Bailey Harris, uh, in her open classroom charter school, uh, has, yeah. set, has okay. set up the first chapter of uh, SSA in a middle school. No way. Yeah, apparently. Where's this school at? Uh, I don't know. Here. Do you know which district? Salt Lake, I think. Is Salt Lake Public Schools? Uh, it, it's a, char- it's a charter. It's a charter. Right, but charters are still part of a... I don't know. It says Salt Lake City. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, oh, open classroom? Is yeah. it the one over in the avenues? I don't know. I thought that was the uh, that's an elementary. elementary school. Huh. Okay. Anywho, uh, the Bailey is very excited uh, by the idea of creating a safe community for secular students, according nice. to her dad. Uh, nice. And and they are as uh, she feels that having an SSA on campus will help secular students feel that they are part of something special. Nice, and I love it. Yeah, that's great. I bet she has great success with this. Actually, those little charter schools can be havens for mm-hmm. for free thinkers and whatnot. And sure, obviously parents who yeah, are, as long as they're uh, not a, more open minded. As long as they're not a Christian charter, right? Exactly. <laughs> so the, the actual public charter ones right. tend to be pretty uh so there you go the young people you you, let me tell you something when you have a dominant uh overwhelming culture of of repression and whatever the counterculture comes springing up like flowers yeah i know it's amazing i love i actually want to know i want somebody to 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 figure out what percentage of salt lake city is actually atheist well get on it well, I don't even know how to start that, Dan. Yeah, I don't know. Dan Jones? Who do, who do we call? We, <laughs> we don't have enough money to, no, we, we, to we, commission it. To hire. Well, maybe the maybe the University of Utah, somebody in the in their sociology department. I would just love to know, and I'd love to know how it compares. Because, like you say, I mean, and it feels like we have all this like anecdotal yeah. sense of, of, of this fact that, that the counterculture here, it's kind of, it seems to bubble up quite a bit more yeah there seems to be a larger larger counterculture here than you would expect for a city of this size right right um and i would i would think that we've also i mean we know the lds church just churns out atheists right (laughs) right right. it just dumps yeah exactly it doesn't dump them into another religion that's that's more on the rare side so often it's just you leave that church and you're done with church yeah so so anyway, I'd love to know. There you go. Hey, if you guys have any stats that you think would, uh, you know, would you want to share with us because they'll fill our needs uh, or any other reason you want to communicate with us, you can let us know. Podcast at ThankGodImAtheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. Please the telephone do. number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, maybe get, your, maybe get your voice on the show. That'd be lovely. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and, uh, and click the like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Also check out the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash TGIAtheist. Yup.
Hey, Dan. Hey, Frank. Hey, Dan. Hey, Frank. What's the story? Morning glory. What's the word? Hummingbird. That's from an old musical. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what we're doing right now, No, no. Just so you know. Right. What we're doing. (laughs) Let me tell you. Dan's off script, everyone. Listeners, just so that you know, I did not want to do... I'm so fucking livid. Yeah. About how this whole Brett Kavanaugh thing went, and how, uh, yeah. and 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 I'm just angry for my for my women friends right now, and yeah. I'm just I'm furious. Right. So uh, so we wanted to not do a Kavanaugh related clip clip yeah. today. Yeah. Oh my God! There was nothing but Kavanaugh. You can't. That's all that they were talking about. All like, I went back three weeks and I still couldn't find anything that wasn't <laughs> Kavanaugh related, and I was like dying. So we found the one that's like... This is sort of... It kind of goes at a, at a at a tangent that we found palatable. The, right. And because, fucking hilarious. <laughs> These idiots, man, they get into it. I They want to be... This guy wants to be taken seriously. I know. He's a lunatic. It's he's amazing. Lunatic. Who the, is it? The, the one we're talking about, of course, is Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles, that's right. He, he's, we've, we've played him a bit. Oh, yeah. Lately, because he's, a peach. he's got uh, he's got a really nice brand of of uh, sanctimonious uh, uh, judginess, yeah, and a willingness to go along with uh, you know conspiracy theories. Oh my god! And so here's here's some uh, some fun shit right here. Yeah. Why are we bringing up Lodestar? Because last week I floated the idea that uh, these accusers against Brett Kavanaugh, our MK Ultra mind-controlled subjects who have volunteered to have thoughts implanted in their minds and which would make them believe, truly believe that those things happened to them so that they couldn't be challenged. Uh, even if they took a, a, a polygraph test, they would say, yes, I believe this happened to me. And I threw that idea out there that these people are mind control people. Uh, and uh, and then Edward came up with the uh, he connected Lodestar because with mind control, you have to have a trigger mechanism. It's a word, a phrase that triggers the hypnotic state. Yes. So that whatever was planted in the mind of a person through hypnosis is triggered when they hear uh, a, a trigger word. And, and so Edward said, maybe Lodestar is what triggered um, Dr. Ford yes. and these other women to come forward with these wild, crazy accusations. And so what happened today? Charles Schumer sticks the word Lodestar into a speech on the floor of the Senate. So if we're right, then in the next day or two, there's going to be a new flurry of accusations. There's going to be something bizarre coming. It's going to trigger. Bizarre. It's really bizarre. Something bizarre is going to happen. Well, that's a pretty safe <laughs> assertion in this day and age. That something bizarre is going to happen? Yeah, I bet it comes true. I just love how they kept repeating the trigger word. I know. Stop repeating it. Yeah, you got people all around the country now, just like, I must lie about Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> me, me, me. Like, what the fuck? And now we've played it. <gasps> Lodestar. See how it spreads? See? 
Oh, that's insidious. It's it's definitely not how hypnosis works. <laughs> and that whole MK Ultra. That if you're not familiar with MK Ultra, it was an actual program that the CIA was running back in the 50s and 60s to try and figure out mind control. Oh, they actually did do some experiments about it. No way. And they were not ethical about it. And they did experiments what? on like like unsuspecting citizens and stuff. Oh God. But yeah, it, that's how you build a good reputation. You know what your, they learned? For your organization. You can't do it. They learned that yeah. is not a thing. Right. Or did they? I, Scun- see, dun- I think dun- there's a cover story because right. let's face it, because we know the Soviets had that technology. Yeah. I, right. Yeah, clearly. Obviously. Clearly they have obviously I've seen I've seen me some nineteen eighties movies. Yeah, they got I the, know how it all works. The sleeper agents yeah. that, that that go when you say lodestar. Yeah. And then if somebody accidentally just says that while they're in their presence, boy, watch out. Somebody's going to get assassinated. Yeah. Oh at, the, at the wrong time. Oh, my God. Got to pick your, your word easily yeah. or, or well, carefully. Lodestar is pretty... It's pretty you rare. You hear that very often. Pretty rare. So... Lodestar. What is, what is Lodestar? What is that, what is, what is that word? I, 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 I don't know. Is it used interchangeably with touchstone? Uh, let's, I'm going to look it up. You, you continue. Here's what's funny is that there's a, while that we were playing that clip, I was looking at my computer screen and an ad for noodles and company. Oh, oh, I guess they're calling themselves noodles world kitchen now came up and it said, (laughs) the ad says we hypnotized the carbs out of our noodles. I don't want those noodles. That is also not how hypnosis works. (laughs) What did you, what was your guess as to what Lodestar meant? Like, like to be used interchangeably with like touchstone, like a, no, no um, although you're not a star that is used to guide the course of a ship, right. especially Polaris. Right. So, but what I'm saying is that when it's used in this sense, it's right. used as like, it, what, no, what is my guiding star? What is my, what right. is my, what I hear you. Yeah. Sort yeah. of thing. You're, so. you're, you're, you're really close. You were uh, still wrong, but you were really close. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not, we're, we're not, this is not an English, uh, language podcast uh here we go we had some folks write into us i'm just gonna move one would think it is though dan well from time to time with how much time we stop and spend on you looking up a word or whatever or on either how dare you that's the first time i've ever done that okay that's true (laughs) but you did just do it anywho um we're an educational podcast sometimes uh mostly educating ourselves while the oh, listeners while listen. While benefiting everyone else. While, the, while, while you guys listen to us, <laughs> screaming at us to please move on. <laughs> um, we, you'll recall that, a while, that recently we had uh, someone call or write in to us um, talking about calling, taking us to task for, uh, for saying that pedophilia might be caused by, the pedophilia in the Catholic Church specifically could be caused by the the celibacy requirement and saying you know that's we don't have any evidence for that why would we so so we probably shouldn't make that claim and that, okay. and that there are lots of, lots of other things yeah, yeah we talked about that a little bit uh tasha wrote in to say frank and dan hello first first off i enjoy the podcast and thank you for continuing to create it i also wanted to say that i appreciated your response to your caller on episode 356 I have taken classes and read about criminal psychology for many years, Hmm. uh, though as an interested person and not a professional. Hmm. One thing that 
that is repeated is that understanding the cause behind this behavior does is not to give excuses for it. And that's something that you and I talked about. Exactly. Was it like, yeah. yeah. Um, however, we can't combat it if we don't know the cause. Hmm. It's a common assumption that people who look for the cause are doing so to take fault from the perpetrator, uh, but it's not true. Hmm. I don't know if it's ever been studied, but if we can determine that celibacy is a cause, then we should spread the information and pedophile uh, and we should spread the information and pedophiles who don't want to offend will know more about themselves and have more tools to keep themselves from hurting others. We can understand the causes, whatever they are, and st- still hold them accountable. Yeah. And I think that, right. that was that was sort of what we came to. Yeah. I really appreciate you that you two are willing to say when you don't know something, which is often, uh, we <laughs> we need more people like that in the media. Thanks for the podcast. Well, thanks, mm-hmm. Tasha, for writing in. Yeah. Um, Elise wrote in also, hi, Frank and Dan, just a quick note to let you know that your discussion of Mormonisms is are my favorite part of the podcast. Woo! Well, thank God, because there's more of it coming. <laughs> Brace yourself. So interesting, often funny, and you know the subject from the inside out, which is ideal. Yes. Uh, that That's just, I made sure to read that one to justify us delving yet again deeper into, yeah. into the quagmire. I don't know. Should we call uh, it, should we call it a quagmormon? <laughs> sure I'm, that's what I'm going to do you can't stop me alright call it that Dan so thanks Elise uh, Patrick also wrote into us oh. uh, hey Frank and Dan on your last show you asked to be called out on hypocrisy oh boy we should not do that yeah okay uh, so here's a little contentious point you quite rightly had a pop had a pop at ultra orthodox Jews for their misogyny hmm. but then condemned the the Danish government for not respecting Islamic cultural gender segregation. Uh, you could justifiably criticize the fascist reasoning behind the Danes' policy, but it doesn't follow that you therefore respect bullshit. That's what it sounded like to me. I could have misunderstood. Uh, and then he says that we're his favorite atheist show. So. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Thanks, Patrick. Um, it's an interesting line. The line that I draw mm-hmm. on that is I will gladly criticize islam for being misogynistic Mm -hmm. which it absolutely 100 percent is absolutely but i will also criticize a government for not allowing people to practice their religion as they see fit right and those are two separate things in my mind yeah i think the misogyny is terrible but also as long as adults are practicing and and not doing like severe harm to themselves to others i kind of got to say like if you're choosing your own misogyny, I have to let you choose it. Yeah, I kind of just operate on the whole, like, um, it's better to have these people who belong to religious group, you know. It's better to have Muslims be uh, welcomed and uh, able to participate. Sure. In, Enfranchised in, in, within in, society. Exactly. Um, so that hopefully... I, I'm sort of always thinking about the long game right. in my mind on this kind of stuff that hopefully in a generation, I mean, it's a gamble to go this way, right? you know, but hopefully in a generation, they're a little bit better but on some I of these would issues. Ra- yeah. And then and with time and with education being part of the, the, the dial, the national dialogue, hopefully there can be some change rather than just pushing them into a corner where they're just going to continue to fester and be nasty and awful. Right. And, right. And, and I would rather live in a culture that is tolerant 
of all religions, right? But that progresses as a culture, right? Because that's what we see. I mean, his history shows religion follows the culture, right? It goes where the culture is going, yeah. and as the culture progresses and is smarter about how they treat uh, their citizens and mm -hmm. whatever, eventually the religion follows behind. One hopes, yeah, uh, or dies, or right. withers on the vine, right? And, uh, and, and so, so, I mean, so I would rather live in a culture that says, "Yes, practice your religion as you see fit. Mm -hmm. Do do what you need to do." I mean, there are, we will within, call you out for your shit, right? There is there are certain and there are certain restrictions. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't kill a woman because she dishonored your family, and you can't female gen mutal or mutal mutilation right. is out is out. There are certain practices that we won't allow. There are certain things that we won't allow. But practice your religion. Also, like it's these kinds of things where it's like. You can't practice your religion that creates extremists. Yeah, exactly. There are no extremists in a world where somebody just where everybody's just sort of allowed to, to practice. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? What? I want everybody's yummy yummy food. So I want people <laughs> moving from all over the world yeah. into our country. Sure. So hopefully some of them land here and I can I can eat their yummy yummy food. I agree. It tastes different from what I'm used to. Well, and it's I new and, and exciting. And there are good, you know, there are good parts of all of these different uh, cultures mm -hmm. that we can assimilate uh, into our Borg collective, mm -hmm. and that's great. So we can. So don't throw babies out with bathwater, but but also, I mean, the the way to encourage the kind of societal behavior that you want is to show how great it is. Mm -hmm. Is to show it working. And to show and and to 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 have it as a shining alternative, yeah, to whatever other people are doing, yeah, not to mandate it and show it as the uh, as the you know as an enemy. You make yourself their enemy rather than saying, "Look at how great this is," yeah, I which I think is better. I hope so. I I, but I don't again, have a what, lot of hope anymore. Well, no, but right. but I the, mean, the, at very everything's least, just going to work itself out. At very least, that's where I draw the line. I, what I say, I mean, I'm happy to criticize misogyny in uh -huh. Islam, but I'm also happy to say to criticize restrictive laws and cultures. On your hierarchy of where you're going to step in. Well, I think it's both wrong. Yeah. Uh, even though even though one is trying to one move is trying to solve another problem mm -hmm. that I also criticize. I don't think that's the move. Right, OK, I don't know. But what the fuck do we know? You're absolutely right about that. Do we have anybody to thank? Uh, we do, Dan. Oh, hurrah. Uh, we have two new patrons on Patreon. These are folks who went to thankgodimatheist.com and clicked on the support tab. Yes. And followed it all the way over to Patreon. Um, we've been running a campaign over there for quite a while. It's the numbers doing keep, keep going up, but if you'd like to help them... Uh, go up even more we welcome which we yeah. uh, uh your support um it helps obviously pay for the show it uh makes uh, our time here worthwhile yeah and and, uh, it, and it shows uh that you like us and yeah. we could use that well, yeah it, anyway it's your way of showing is good appreciation yeah for the hard work that we put into the show god damn it and here's a couple of people who did just that okay um we have one new faithful listener yeah travis thank you travis bravo and we have one new uh venerable listener uh john and uh Extra guess, bravo what? To guess you. what folks what uh john 
at the venerable level, uh-huh. has uh, gained access to the Frank and Dan Diaries. Oh, that's a true. Weekly, most week, most weeks, weekly, um, little supplemental fun time. You and yeah. me talking for about ten to fifteen minutes about whatever's on our mind. Yeah, it's it's um, it's. But it, but I think we we keeps it fun. Yeah. In fact, we're going to play a little clip right here so you get a taste of it. Ooh, how exciting for everybody. Dan. Yo. Let's talk about something that we're going to just avoid on the show. Okay. This week. Which is prostate cancer. <laughs> I have no idea what you're going well, for. Well, no. I mean, at a certain age, Dan, it's important. You better get in there. Well, we're, I mean, we're getting past the age where no prostate can We're getting past the age when testicular cancer is a big scare, and now yeah. now we're on to prostate cancer. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks to my dad's contribution to my family's medical history, uh, I'm I'm I have to get screened very young for all the things for all the things. Yeah. You're 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 just a vector for cancer. <laughs> that man, that man grows cancer. It's like. It's like what he decided to do in his old age as a hobby, right? It's yeah. just some guys do model airplanes, yeah, no. some guys uh, fish. Yeah, he's he's, he's just decided he, to. He likes to work on them tumors. Test out all the different cancers. Where else could I grow a tumor? <laughs> I feel like I haven't done anything with my uh, legs at this point. Let's see had, what we can do with some. Leg- he's had prostate cancer. Uh huh. He's had uh, melanoma. Right, sure. Like proper, like, scary shit on his face. Yeah. He has to go in for the screening, like, every... I don't even know how many times a year. Right. Um, he's... Well, the, the big scary one was the lung cancer. Sure. But it had spread. Non-smoker. It was in his spine. <laughs> and right. yet somehow, by the grace of God, yeah. I suppose, he keeps beating everything. Yeah. Stage four Lung cancer. Oh, I didn't realize it was stage four. Yeah. Stage four is, it's metastasized, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, the yeah. that's that's the last stage. Yeah. Stage you're, five you're dead. is dead. Yeah. Stage five lung cancer means you're dead. Well, his stage five is... Uh, it's fuck you cancer. It was fuck you cancer. Thanks to, like, some super drug that has been developed that basically, excuse me, just wipes out. His lung cancer, yeah, that's a very specific kind of lung cancer. My big hope, unbelievable, is that the uh, all of the big, the big cures, yeah, the easy ones, the ones that don't involve any nastiness, uh-huh. will happen before I get the, the things. Yeah, I know They'll, they're they're going to figure out the Alzheimer's. They're going to figure oh, yeah. out the cancer. Yeah, Parkinson's. You, Do you fig- got the marker for Parkinson's? I I I don't know. I I've never Do seen twenty three and me, Dan. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'll tell you why. It's not the health thing. Uh-huh. I just don't want them to send me back a thing that tells me how white I am. <laughs> I already know. I would just be hopeful that there was. I would. I would be. I want <laughs> there to be anything in me that's remotely like cool or exotic or whatever. Not just like there's stand, not. There's not. I I'm promise just you, there's not a hundred percent euro mutt. Mine was was <laughs> just, amazing. Amazing in how specific it was. It was just like white from here and white from there and white from there. You got you got your German white, you uh-huh. got your Scandinavian white, and yeah. you got your English white. I didn't have really Scandinavian white. Oh, really? No. I've definitely got some like I've got some Danish. Yeah. Okay. No, we are smack dab 
right in the middle of Northern Europe. Mm-hmm. Just pin yeah. right there. And I mean, like it was like 97% right. of that. Yeah. And then the remaining 3%, there was like a really scandalous Eastern European. Like point, less than 0.5%. Right. You know? Um, and going Some down Romanian from there. Some Romanian made it in there or something. <laughs> going down from there, there was like um, some uh some like i was iberian peninsula <laughs> um and uh so there was some a little point three south of france you know mm, yeah i mean really diverse background yeah yeah super <laughs> yeah literally mine would just mine would just come back with the word white it wouldn't even bother with all the rest wasn't that fun there you go you too could have access to so many, so just hours now. True. Well, of of content. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that it is, is that, yeah. is, that is not available to the public. Yeah. By by going to thankautomatheist.com and clicking on the support tab to get get over to Patreon. Yeah. Sign up and voila. And that is our that is our big thank you to you. Yeah. Uh, and as always, we have our um, Lord and Savior Emeritus, who needs to be thanked for her continued support. Angela, thank you very much. And blessed be she. And our reigning Lord and Savior, Queen of it all, Jenny. Jenny. Even blesseder be she. <laughs> she is. She is the most blessed of of all of our listeners, and and we honor her and thank her so much. Uh, and thanks to all of our patrons. Yes. Uh, in in the name of uh, no deity. Amen. Amen. Hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, the Mermans. There they are. <laughs> oh, my God. It is like a convention of... You, you, you got your, your Rusty Nelson, who looks like the... the old man puppet from that terrible comedian that does the oh yeah no he does he looks exactly yeah. like that guy uh-huh. and then you've got and then you've got dallin oaks who looks like the crypt keeper's grandpa <laughs> it's uh it's not it's not a cute look yeah the no, old not. the old white guy thing is getting a little on the old uh, on on the on the lame side these days yeah uh but you know Mormons now uh, don't have to go to church for three hours. Yeah, so we Sunday. so we we made some predictions. Yeah, or rather, we we discussed we, some predictions yeah, that other people we have stole been making. Other people's predictions. Uh, and yeah, it turns out that all of that that one hour of every week of our lives was in vain. Yeah, not necessary. God damn it! They're doing every like every other week. They're doing shit. I want I want those hours week. back, Mormons. And I also, yeah. I, you know, I could use that I money that money. I gave you too. Money would be good. Um, yeah. So, so they did. They did do that. Yeah. They, the, they're now. Now, I mean, and what's funny is that my first, when I first heard that they were doing that, that they were dropping the three-hour block and going just to two hours, I was like, that is interesting. Why are they doing that? And then, of course, it occurred to me, oh, because. Nobody wants to go to fucking church there anymore. Right. It's three goddamn hours. They're they know they're hemorrhaging people. They're trying to do anything to keep people. They're trying to make it seem a little less onerous yeah. to be a Mormon. Already they want you to give up drinking and smoking. Yeah. They want you to give up all these different things. 
it's well, just too onerous. It's just too much. And I like there's a lot of like little conspiracy theory type things that float around on yeah. on the ex Mormon subreddit. But one of the ideas is that they are looking that they, they need the wards to be able to function with fewer members. So that they yeah. don't have to keep closing wards. Right. Right. So so that they don't have the statistical, you know, like with its drop in, 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 in wards and stakes and whatnot that's obvious to the membership. Right. Right. Sure. Um, but they are hemorrhaging the three wards a month. Yeah. Just through resignations. Yeah. So, and, and you know, a large number of those have got to be obviously right here in the heartland. Sure. So, sure. Uh, other the, the, the homeland of the of, of the church. Uh, other other interesting developments. I love that Rusty Nelson actually told at this moment in our country's history, huh. at this moment, following the same fucking weekend that Brett Kavanaugh accused and very likely uh, uh, sexual assault. Committed some sort of sexual assault. Yeah, uh, Brett Kavanaugh gets pushed onto the the Supreme Court of these United States. In that moment, he chooses to tell women, just women of the church. Oh, in the in the women's meeting. No. Oh. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. During the general women's conference. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He chooses to tell them to take a ten day fast from social media. Oh God. He decides to silence. The entirety of Mormon womandom for 10 days. Just shut the hell up. I'm sick of hearing about it. That's not how he phrased it. Yeah. That's a paraphrase. Sure. Well, stop posting and stop looking at. And stop so, listening. Yeah. Stop looking and stop listening. You're, you're, you're actually listening to the, the voices that make sense that don't support yeah. white male dominance. Yeah, this is their new thing. They keep calling for these like social media fasts. Mm. I think they're dabbling with cutting, cutting them off of uh, social media. Well, as a commandment, they're dabbling with cutting them off of information. Yeah, because then we get to Dallin Oaks, who's in the first presidency. Uh He's not the prophet. He's he's second in command. Yeah, Uh, he's the vice prophet, if you will. (laughs) Who then? Who then dives into a whole thing about don't listen to and I and I listen I ugh, I suffered through his whole talk taking uh, notes oh god but he di- he dives into a whole thing I mean we'll get to other shit that he said because the man is a hateful bastard yeah but one of the things that he was saying was don't listen to these other sources don't listen to secular sources science doesn't have the answers. And don't listen to, quote, anonymous sources, which he hit a couple times, which means he's talking about Mormon leaks. Um, Also, uh, the Tribune is guessing that he's talking about the ex-Mormon subreddit. Okay. Because they're talking about the 94,000 members of that subreddit. Right. And and how fucking terrified they are about that. Yeah. Because there's also, a lot of those members are also kind of fence-sitting Mormons. Indeed. Right. And what's amazing, so what the Mormon church has done very effectively since we were kids Mm -hmm. is label anything that might expose some of their bullshit as, quote, anti-Mormon propaganda. Right. But they can't say that anymore. Because. They can't use the word Mormon. (laughs) 
They can't. That's amazing. <laughs> Anti-Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh-huh. propaganda. Anti-us. Anti-us. Oh, my God. That's, I love that. <laughs> they didn't think that one through. Anti-Mormon, yeah. There's no anti-Mormon anymore. That is a, cl- that is a nice, succinct way of putting what they, what they want to talk about, but they can't say it. I yeah. love it. I love <laughs> it. But I did want to move on to... Uh, fucking Dallin Oaks's uh bullshit talk. Oh the the LGBT stuff. He f- I you know what? I'm not LGBT. I am You aren't? I am I am a Dan, I've known you for years. I didn't know straight about white you. man. It's an easy mistake to make. I don't mind uh when somebody does mistake me for gay, which has happened many times in my life. Oh yeah. But uh but I will say that uh I was a little triggered mm-hmm. by this goddamn thing mm. because he oh. hit it so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. He in he, what he did basically, he just hit the whole. He kept returning to uh, marriage and to uh, to gender identity. I mean, he talked about genders being eternal, oh, and they were decided no. in the pre-existence. Hmm. And you were a you were whatever gender you are. And of course, what he means is whatever's dangling or not yeah. between your legs right. is your gender. That yeah, he's he's confusing bio- like your biology for your and boy gender. You would think that they'd want to. I mean, tell that to the one in every like fifteen hundred people who are in some way intersex. Yeah, like how do you? How, what if you've got a both? Right. Then well, what? he really should just like try to understand sort of the whole trans situation a little bit more because he is kind of making their point for them <laughs> right right that that you know if a trans woman you know um growing up felt like you know being a boy was wrong right right and knew that that was wrong right you assigned gender was 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 always female right 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 she she could very easily say of course i was female in the pre-existence yeah my body just formed my, wrong. my body just there was just a problem with my body in the in the womb or whatever. And no, uh, it's about the penis. Nope. Well, you have a penis, so you're getting it wrong. God never screws up with that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's so. It, and they purposefully are overly sympath- uh, simplistic about the whole concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, of course they of are. Of course. Because and they completely don't, have never spent any time trying to. Understand. No, they don't want to listen or understand this yeah. thing. They already understand it. They yeah. know how it works. There's boys and there's girls. There's men and then there's women. Right. And the men are better than the women, and <laughs> that's final. And we're in charge, and you're not. So, yeah. God damn it, pay attention. And they hit it so many times, yeah. so hard. And he basically, he made it clear. He, he said maleness and femaleness and straight marriage uh, and having children. He's, he, these are the three pillars of, that his talk rested on. Those are all part of God's plan. And opposition to that, any uh, any opposing viewpoint, is from Satan, his damn self. Yeah. Oh God. He was so. Uh, and if you find yourself faltering with your impression, with, with you know the church's mandate about what gayness is and what transness is, if you find yourself being sympathetic to your gay niece or nephew, repent. Oh he God. has called you to repentance. I need to call my parents. It's so it's it uh, it's so wrong that I did a thing that I because I'm a tolerant 
person. Like I'm a lot of my atheist friends consider me too tolerant because I fit because I have a very live and let live sort of. I often think that about you. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely do. (laughs) Um, sort of approach, but I actually went onto my personal Facebook page where I am loathe to, I don't post about atheist or religious stuff Mm -hmm. on my personal Facebook page Mm because I just, you know, every now and then somebody will do something hateful and I'll just denounce the hate. Right. But this time I was like, look, he's made it clear. You can either be a Mormon in good standing and sustain the leaders of your church. Right. Or you can honor your LGBT friends. And, and people of uh, that are LGBT. There is no both. You can't. It is that there's no line to walk there. They've made it very clear. You can do one or the other. You can't do both. I need to call my parents. Because they've been coming around really well. Yeah. And that's... Well, what are you going to say to them? I'm just going to say I want to talk to you about what Dallin H. Oaks had to say. You're going to make them choose? I'm just going to say I need to know where you guys are at. God, that's going to be rough. But yeah, I mean, I get it because he he was unequivocal. Right. It's Satan or, you know, it's their way or the fucking highway to hell. They've done too much work on this. Yeah. For it to just go snapping back. It's just, it's, it's unacceptable. I mean, well, what they're doing is they're, they are planting their boots on the ground and they are staking their claim, mm-hmm. and frankly, uh, they're going to cause a schism. We've uh, been we've been predicting it for a long time. They're going to cause a schism, or they're just going to continue to bleed, or they're just going to hemorrhage people. Yeah, yeah. they're just going to lose. They are. Go- they're going to end up being this small. I mean, they're already small in the right. grand scheme of things. They're already small, but even in even in Utah, they're going to end up being just this small thing, just perpetually that, shrinking. That's that's hateful and vile, just like the rest. Of the uh, Brighamite tribes have mm-hmm. all, you know, yeah. offshoots rather than tribe. But, you know, all of the, everything that's come through Brigham Young has just been rough and ugly. It is a problem of their setup because mm-hmm. their entire setup means that they will only ever have old mm-hmm. men running yeah. their church. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're not, they don't get it. Right. They don't. And here's the thing. They know that they're that they're going to be opposed, yeah. and Oaks mentions it. He says, "We're going to be, we're going to see this stance will meet with opposition in the world, and that opposition is satanic. Yeah. It is from Satan, and that's part of the plan. And we're ready for it, and we must fight valiantly. And he has, like, he couldn't have been more clearly drawn a line in the sand. Hmm. So." If you're a Mormon, if you claim that church, if that is where you're at, uh, and you decide you sustain the mem- the the leadership of that church, guess what? You have you have sent a loud and clear message to the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. That's it's that's just it. That's all you've done. And you know the the higher suicide rate among uh, youth in Utah. There's blood on your hands. Mm-hmm. At this point. Mm. Frank has uh, has descended into a reverie. <laughs> he has stopped talking. You know Frank that this is. is an audio medium, right? Yeah, you have to I keep know. Talking. I know. I'm just. Uh, 
a lot of it's settling in mm-hmm. a little bit more. Like yeah. I heard it, I read it, I whatever. But as as we've been talking about it, it's it's settled in a little bit more, and I'm I'm a little bothered. It's hurt. It's hurtful. I'm not hurt. I'm worried. Yeah, I'm really in a place of I'm I'm a little worried about uh, my my parents at the moment. Yeah, I really am. Um, not so much maybe my sister, although she probably check in with her yeah but i think that like right now i need to uh get on the phone and i we bought tickets you know dave and i did to go christmas wow both of us yeah you know and i need to call and you know i just did it and so i need to call and talk to my mom and just be like hey we're coming home for christmas and you're Church leaders just told you to hate us. Yeah. And so I need to know that we're okay. Yeah, it's it's rough. Like I I I yeah. So well uh Dallin Oaks solemnly testified that these things that he said are true. Well I'm sure in his his uh little demented little mind. That that nasty little nest of a that little rancid piece of shit in his head yeah it probably is true mm-hmm. to him. yep and i would like to solemnly testify that he is a fucking turd <laughs> and he can go fuck himself yeah absolutely anally in the gay way go fuck yourself yeah do it dallin fucking jerk yeah he's a bad one he's a baddie we knew he was a baddie for a long time yeah i always thought it was gonna be kkk who Oh yes, we the the, the recently <laughs> deceased it. Boyd K. Packer, yeah. who was also is extremely hateful. I thought he was going to be the one who like really got things stirred up. He yeah. never really got around to it. No, in his I mean, ninety some odd years, he yeah nope. Uh, and and by the way, uh, in case you not at that level, don't realize how it works. Uh, when the ninety year old president of the church, Russell Nelson, ninety something, I don't know how old he ninety four. Uh, when, think. when he kicks the bucket, Oaks is next in line. So that's, that's who's coming down the pike. Yeah. 94. All right, kids. Well, uh, we're very upset here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yep. but we will, uh, we will come back to you next week. Hey, if you have anything you'd like to write in and talk to us about, feel free to do so podcast at thank God I'm atheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four, two, four, six, 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 eight, four, four, two. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Yes, indeed. Speaking of Facebook, uh, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. And thanks to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their moderation of the Members Only Lounge. And the big thanks goes out to the uh, Red Rock Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thank you all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye now. Bye bye. <laughs>